You are about to opt in to Monerotopia, a show for the Monero community where all are welcome to join. From noob to maxi, no matter what bags you hold. Just sit back and relax to the sweet sounds of Monero's latest progress. Or if you're feeling inspired, join us on stage. Remember, the only thing that can stop Monero is a false belief that it can be stopped. And if you want to win the revolution faster, we recommend you remove your XMR from all custodial exchanges immediately. Warning, boating accidents are common around here. Don't forget to properly secure your private keys. Monerotopia starts now. All right. All righty, my friend. How are Can you? Can everybody hear us out there? The many, many viewers oh, sounds, that we have sounds live. Sounds much better when you hold it next to your mouth. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Nice microphone. <laughs> I tried to get I like your... to match match the the shade of my eyes. So let's let's go around the room. Can you quickly introduce yourself? Sure. I, I had you on a Monero talk yeah, yeah, a few yeah. weeks ago. I'm Christopher Gronsky. I'm with DestinationFreedom.org. Oh, uh, okay. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Destination Freedom. Uh, we uh, help people eliminate their income tax liability. So. We, you know, we want people to be free and, and be responsible as well as to secure their rights. So I'm a freedom consultant, so I help people do that. Very cool. And you're you're a, been going to Pork Fest for like forever, right? Yeah, since the beginning. I think I've missed two and I think it was 2011, 12, something like that. I was in the West Coast checking out things out there. And so I never made those two. But yeah, this is this is our community here in New Hampshire. It's uh, it's lovely. I mean, you know, um, and, and Pork Fest is being the Porcupine Festival. Although I think they're serving pig up down low, yeah. it's really a uh, porcupine. I mean, the porcupine is uh, a, uh, a very docile animal. You, know, you can uh, do a YouTube search on the porcupine eating. You'll see they're like, they're really cute. But if you mess with them, really a bad thing. That's what they're known for. So, But that's the idea of a porcupine is non-aggression. You know, they're practicing non-aggression principle, but don't mess they're with them. So that, right, exactly. It's like here. It's like Everyone's here. walking exactly. around with a pistol on there. <laughs> You know, but it, as your wife was saying, there's never, you know, knock on wood, been yeah. any violent events. No, it's no, it's very, a, an armed society peaceful. is a polite society. Yeah. There are no jerks when you're armed. So, but no, that's the, the idea is that uh, uh, people do that because they kind of want to flex their liberty muscles and such. And yeah. so it's really just a, a beautiful thing. I remember the one year, whatever, there was this gal in a nice, beautiful pink tea dress and she's carrying an AK-47. <laughs> it's just awesome. You know, and uh, I think I saw some one gal uh, scantily clad with an outfit and she's got like a, an eight inch revolver with all the bullets around the back. It's like, wow, OK, that looks cool. She looks like a cowboy. That's awesome. Which so I, like I think is why we're seeing uh, a nice Monero presence here as well. Right. Yeah. I think that all yeah, this ties is a into big it. Crypto. This idea of uh, everybody, you know, using the best technology to secure themselves. I agree. There's a lot of people here that that for what they're vending for, they take Monero other cryptocurrencies but yeah this is a big uh, a community that's serious about their privacy and such as that so that's that's a big presence here uh, a lot of people feel that way a lot of monero supporters and uh privacy coin stuff like that gold backs too and sir oh, yeah please please introduce yourself oh, i'm james uh, i'm a, a cryptocurrency and uh Monero aficionado as part of a larger interest in automation. Larger interest in automation. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, okay. Uh, and you've been coming for like two, same as me, right? We right, met last right. year. Yep. Okay. Yep. We met so last we, year. We don't have this, this long, long arc right. perspective. We're we're Porkfest noobs. That's right. That's right. The two years we've come are the two years they've sold out. Right. 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 Yeah. We came after it was already the, like after it was hot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's so right. If I might ask, is you know why did you come back? I mean, what was it about mm. the first one that that brought you back again? Well, I, I came with my family. We have a nice time with oh, the, good. you know family. My kids like it. My wife likes it. We we have fun. In addition to learning, we sit in on the talks and learn about political perspectives and cryptocurrency. There's cryptocurrency talks and. Cool. Yeah, all good. Yeah, a lot same, of kids. Same here. Right, I mean, a lot of kids, a lot we, of families. Here. We came the first time and we were just blown away. It was like. It was like a true, you know, Disneyland, <laughs> right? Like people just hanging out, doing whatever they want. Uh, Goofy, as long as, Tinker, as long as, Tinker Bell. Yeah. All here. Yeah. Very cool. There's people with different color hair. Actually, There's yeah. everything, you know. But whether you're, whether you're a kid or you're an adult, it's, it's the same vibe among everybody. And everybody's just, you know, living yeah. this, this free market, mm. uh, free society for, you know, whatever it is, five days. It but is. Right. It's, 
it's it, a good time. So it's, it's a good a very, time and it's an easy, it's a very time. unique no experience. Pressure. Like obviously this is what we want it to be on a much broader scale. Right. right but right. you guys are successfully emulating it mm. here. It's fun for five right. days. Yeah. And, people will set up, will set up shop in whatever it is they want to set up shop and everything from teaching to food to, you know, clothing and things and stuff. I mean, People are selling, you know, gold, silver, the whole uh, cryptocurrency, right. the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And so it's really lovely to see that show up. And there's, you know, people aren't licensing and doing all of those things. They're just showing up and giving of themselves and people are participating. This is a private event. This is not a public event. And so it's, it's beautiful that way. Yeah. When I came, the first time I came was because I had heard about it for so long and I knew like Bitcoin was very, very big there. And like mm -hmm. kind of Bitcoin came out of pork fest in many ways. That's where it started mm -hmm. to, you know, yeah. gain so, marketing right. attention. But I was wondering if people were into Monero there, because for me, if they weren't, then something would be amiss. Like if all these right. liberty loving yeah. people that actually understand this stuff aren't using Monero, then we have a problem. So I came last year and, you know, happy mm -hmm. to find actually a lot of people do use Monero. And then came back this year, and I feel like it's even grown, right? Would you yeah. say? What, what, I'd say it's grown. Yeah. Yeah. Last year, if you remember, Pirate Chain was really good. Oh, yeah, they had, they had a big group with, with movies at night. And yeah. Lots of, <laughs> no, that's a great like, Pirates loot of the Caribbean. But um, they're, they're not here this year, I noticed. Yeah. And um, or, or if they're here, they don't have the same presence they did last year. But yeah, Monero he, he is always strong. You see the Monero tags all around. Yeah. and it's we're, we're a little good. more subtle mm -hmm. than Pirate Chain. Right, definitely. right. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. But, and I, and but, I, yeah, not here way. consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, we saw the thing I loved about, you know, being in Miami at, at your, the conference there was, you know, here, this Bitcoin thing was going on in Miami. And, and I remember going over there and, you know, there's, it felt very corporate and all that stuff, but the Monero community at the Monero conference was very connected and people were like this, you know, where people are, you know, loving each other, being together and all. And I think that's the beauty of, of a free society is where people are, you know, naturally respecting each other and all that. And that it's not, it doesn't involve the state, you know, and so that's beautiful. I think. Yeah. And the sure. discussions were very philosophical there. It was nice being in on the discussions like here. That's cool. Did you learn about crypto at Porkfest? Is that where you were first introduced to crypto? Yeah, I think I think so. I remember uh, my wife had a, a big interest in in it back. I think it was in uh, might have been 2017 or something like that or before, and and they had a big uh, Bitcoin blow up thing there. And so it, you know people were talking about uh, Bitcoin. And I think Bitcoin, if it was a couple of bucks, I'd be surprised. You know and She's like, oh, I should have been there for that. But we got in when we did. And But um, the thing that I thought was cool was, um, and I wasn't necessarily that I was an advocate of cryptocurrency in general, you know, and, and of course, you know, we had precious metal and such as that. But as I was learning about the distinctions between cryptocurrency and precious metal, uh, we realized that, you know, precious metal is not as easy to use, trade, travel with and all that stuff. It's cumbersome. And in our modern uh, technology, something digitized or, you know, whether you're buying online or doing whatever it is, you want your money to go as fast as you want it to go. And digital is like that. And so once I started seeing that, oh, there's something competing with banks, I'm in. I don't care what it is. Even if I wasn't participating, if it was competing with banks, that's good enough for me. So that I was already there. But someone had said, I don't know if it was uh, Jeff Berwick or somebody was saying that I liked about Monero was they said, you know, Monero is the Bitcoin they wanted because the privacy aspect is there. And I thought that I, for me, that's when I moved my asset from the Bitcoin, you know, having in Bitcoin to privacy coin to Monero, because I think I agree with that completely. Any comment on that? Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> like they like to say um, Monero is what a lot of people think Bitcoin is. Mm. Yeah, my, my path was very similar, started with Bitcoin and then uh, kind of realized that, that privacy was important when you start s spending Bitcoin. I think if you spend Bitcoin, you start thinking, well, you know, uh, what is the history of this and, you know, where it's going? I mean, a lot of people forget it's, you know, if you if you use Bitcoin, it's not just the, the past, but the future that also is is visible. And uh, <laughs> you got a big bug there. and once you um, 
you know, once you start doing that and thinking about that, you, you really come to appreciate Monero and the fact that you don't need to worry about all that baggage when you spend and use it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think, that, you know, the, the nice thing about Bitcoin is, you know, no bank, you know, people talk about it, it um, you know, what's its, uh, you know, what's it based on? And they want to know what that, that inherent value is. Well, how about no banks in between you and your the other party? How's that for enough for that? But the idea is that's one thing and that's nice. But that privacy, you know, to where just like a cash transaction that, you know, it doesn't involve anybody else but yourself and that it's anonymous, that has huge value. And I think that's what Monero brings to the table. I like that about that. What what else do you think needs to be done to help start building out a Monero circular economy? We see it here working for, you know, five days, essentially. Everybody's here. They can use crypto all the time. I know you, you live in New Hampshire, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. You might experience it on a more daily basis, but what what do you think can be done to help grow it, grow that beyond Porkfest, New Hampshire? Yeah, I, I think that anybody in the in the digital currency space, you know, has some sort of duty to invite others to be in that space. And the beauty of getting involved in that space now is like we're watching the dollar collapse. And one of the beautiful things about uh, freedom is. We don't have to be working to end the dollar. That's naturally occurring. But the idea is you can just have this thing, this economy occur independent of that. And then then people can just choose. And then you just see the weight of that go into uh, certainly uh, cryptocurrency and all of that. I think that obviously Bitcoin has that brand and, and people will talk about that. And that's a pretty natural thing. But in talking to people of, about the value of coming into uh, Monero or other altcoins, you know, it, it's a huge blessing in, the, in that crypto space. When people are in that space, whether, you know, in Bitcoin or whatever, having their privacy, I think, is, is, is part of that. And, and I think that when you're talking about cryptocurrency, inviting people into that space, privacy is a huge part that should come up for people. I think it's responsible. And... Um, so, but, but again, um, I think I had talked to you before about usually when I'm at the grocery store or someplace, I just look at them and say, you know, when they're looking for cash, credit or whatever, I say, you take Bitcoin or uh, do you take uh, Monero? You know, you can, you can just ask them and they'll say, what? I'm like, oh, you don't? Mm, okay, let me see. You take Federal Reserve notes? No, I don't take Federal Reserve notes. You don't take Federal Reserve notes? They don't know what Federal Reserve notes are, you know? So, but the idea is that you're asking them, and then eventually at the grocery store, the, the lady there said, well, I wish we did. And I was like, oh, okay, we'll get something coming back. But that's the way it is. That's how you begin to break that into that market. And I went to the manager and said, you know, when are you going to set up a kiosk to take cryptocurrency and such as that? I was like, oh, I don't know if we'll ever do that. It's like, so he, he gave me the number for corporate and the address. So I'm going to write to them and invite them to help them set up and say, look, you take welfare things at a particular kiosk and stuff like this is very easy to do and if you set this up here's the beauty of for your company you can do uh, a press release is like we're now taking cryptocurrency and so you get free press it's newsworthy that your store begins to take cryptocurrency and uh, Monero should be you know in that that group. yeah 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 so i think that's great and then i would suggest to them that if i could know who their vendors are i would go and invite them to do business with them because they're taking crypto right and it's all set up so that you can stay in business even though the dollars you know the uh the cost of everything by dollars is going up yeah you know. the uh the stand behind us the guy behind us he we heard from a friend that he was requesting Monero last night when people were paying. He's like, uh, yeah, I, you know, I take oh, whatever, nice. but Monero preferred, Monero preferred. Yeah, yeah, that, <laughs> I would. Right now, so, I mean, I was, I'm trying to buy some. Like, I'll know? sell it to you at a, what do you say? He's like, I'll sell it to you at a deep a discount, discount if you pay Monero. No, so that, that, those wow. are good things that you like no, to I hear. Like it's that. like, no. hmm, check, you know, like, all right. Exactly. Yeah. I think it has that kind of value. People I that think. are realizing the value that comes with fungibility, you know, there's, Exactly. So yeah. tying into your earlier question, then it's realization and education is a part of making the circular economy too, yes, right? Just 100%. letting more people know, doing the yeah. things like you're doing, right? With, getting the word out. Yeah. Gratuitous coffee. And, right. <laughs> Speaking of. Speaking of. Uh, sponsored it? by. <laughs> Thank you. How was the coffee? Is it good? Delicious. This coffee was roasted, what, like two days ago? Yeah, we had, two days uh, ago. We had them ship it yeah, over? Yeah, all the way from Seattle. 
yeah. to New Hampshire. So we've gotten a lot like better super at fresh. making yeah. the coffee. He's awesome. He's quick. Our our appearance in Portugal was a disaster though, because we like had well, because we tried to roast it, and that that was a disaster. And we but had like a new roaster. There? Well, we have a guy who roasts it in Seattle. We okay. bought him like this. Oh. Well, he had practice. It's really cool. Like, new guy did not. What's that? I said the other guy had practice. This new guy. Yeah, yeah. Did not. This guy. That's pretty hardcore. So the other guy had never practiced. We shipped yeah. a wow. roaster from Monero Topia to Portugal. Wow. Now that <laughs> we're we're is trying hardcore. to create little roasting nodes around the world so that people can order coffee Amazing. and it's, it's roasted on demand and shipped wow. out. Wow. To nice. do that just from US, you know, it won't work. So we're. You know, having them pop up around the world, and we could uh, then send out our coffee. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how feasible that Let's is. How, that so how long does it take to roast coffee? When you, like, you oh, not long not at all. Long. It takes like I mean, fifteen long. minutes. Fifteen oh, minutes. Wow. Yeah. Oh, no but kidding. this thing roasts like a pound at a time. And you know, obviously, it's it's an art, right? But this machine right. is pretty high tech, where it's like it's dumbified it to it the right. point where you, if you just follow the directions, mm -hmm. you come out with pretty much perfectly roasted wow, coffee. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. And then we get the beans green now and then we provide yeah, that to our next roasters. Level. Next they, level stuff. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why we're putting all this effort into I mean the, the vision is to add other products, right? We want to get traction with the coffee. Right. Uh right, but then it. we want to team up with existing brands and then just have them add the gratuitous component yeah. to them. So That's like cool. we're trying to get maybe this guy to jump on board. Uh -huh. You know, he has a farm, he produces really good meat, really good steaks, have him ship it out. You know, we could sell it on gratuitous cool. or he could just add gratuitous to what he's doing, right. ships it out. And then also it's just a means for people to then send them a tip in addition to, you know, oh, that's right. using that's Monero right. to pay for your, you know, amazing that's, that's organic. Like actually something completely yeah. new, right? right? The ability to tip right back to the right, source. Right, right. You could buy it anonymously, right? Uh-huh. It does, you know, yeah, and then if you too. want, right. you can send a thank you tip, which is what we do when we're here, right? Because right. you see like the labor uh -huh. going into it, the person, you realize right. the quality. Right. So why not add that component? So it doesn't just have to be, you know, the coffee farmers in Guatemala. The idea could apply broadly uh -huh. to any product. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. It's a, it just gets very, people very using, understanding a idea. use case for crypto. Uh-huh. Cool. Beyond just buying, you know, drugs on the dark market. Which... <laughs> do they do that? <laughs> not that there's anything that. necessarily <laughs> wrong with that. It depends what, you, you know, what aspirin? you consider. What? Yeah talking about aspirin aspirin you get anything aspirin. <laughs> you get the super high well, you like the, talking about. the super dose aspirin okay, you know yeah. and you can tip all the way back to tylenol yeah. corporation <laughs> <laughs> you get the you you can pick up some niagara oh, oh i don't yes. know that That's yes what I use. Okay. what's niagara well you know it's the other way bring water <laughs> Wait, what? I don't, i'm not catching the reference close the viagra oh niagara. okay you know, wow <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Juicy notes that way you have to explain uh, your Yeah, that's right. That was oh, great. Wow. You need hold Niagara. On, you're, 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 you actually need it. Niagara. Wow. <laughs> All right, hold on. That deserves to be problematic. Oh, well, God. that's not something you'd want to hide. You'd want to do that out in the open. You'd want to use Monero for buying Viagra, and there's a use case for Bitcoin to buy Niagara. You want, the, you want the world to know that, that you have that that's issue. <laughs> In case you're flying a flag. <laughs> it's a good problem to have. Um, of course. It's not so bad. Hot mess. Hot mess. Privacy. Uh, uh, <laughs> so you were you a comedian at, at any no. point in your life or, or no, no you said my you were wife thinking would probably of... say it was like some previous life or something like that but you did acting though I don't at some point, I don't right? believe in all that previous life oh, stuff. Oh you did acting? Yeah, I used to do some acting yeah. and stuff like that, you know, yeah. but um but yeah, no, uh, I I refuse to believe the the reincarnation stuff because I just refuse to be a part of some recycling program. You know what I mean? Uh -oh. I don't mm. want to be a right, recycled bud. person. What do you mean? Wait, wait, I'm not on the phone. No. <laughs> so my wife might think in a previous life I was a comedian or something like that. Oh, okay. But I, like I said, I don't get that. I'm, no. like, I'm going to tell the jokes. You got to pay attention. Let's <laughs> 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 just. I told you, it's a rough crowd. <laughs> You're not tempted by the fact that you could memorize your private keys and then take them into the next. No, line. I wouldn't rely upon that. That that'd be terrible. No, but uh, but no, uh, no. I I think it's. Uh, I mean, I I did some some acting uh, when I was younger and stuff like that. I enjoy that. So uh, we enjoy it. I used to work at Disney. Mm -hmm. So uh, so we had a good before I joined the Navy. Yeah, that was that was fun. Short. When days. when did you become this you know liberty loving maniac? 
like 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 <laughs> <Maniac>. myself <laughs> you're you're a true yeah, it's a little maniac <laughs> when, when you're i mean you know I, i've been doing this for a while you know we, we would do every week i would do a freedom fellowship at my house so like on monday nights so if you're talking to See, people about freedom that's at all, amazing wow you just say just if you want to promote freedom in your community just plan monday night to have a fellowship at your house so where when you're talking to people out working and stuff say hey you're interested in this thing come up to my house at seven o'clock or whatever we just have a bunch of people come around hang around talk about liberty and freedom so you just are, have a place to get together so you can seriously talk about you know are you experiencing tyranny in your life or you know are you dealing with your government or you know helping people to understand what their rights are when did you start doing that uh years ago since oh, the wow. 90s you know back oh, amazing uh, um mid 90s is when i started you know realizing in new that, hampshire that was um yeah yeah oh, wow. it, was, uh, it was in new hampshire uh, that's when i stopped filing and paying income tax so uh so i was at that point i realized that the government wasn't my friend you know and uh you know and so when you see 9 11 and you're like oh, okay uh you know of course that makes sense uh, my government's not my friend mm -hmm. you know so you know and the thing is is that you know you're you're li we're living among people who are not very knowledgeable about their liberty and freedom so we have an obligation in the freedom community to love our neighbors, to help them understand what their rights are, how to restrict government, keep at bay, not to be looking for government to provide you things and such as that. It's our obligation morally to help your neighbors and friends understand that stuff. And so you become a center of, of, of resource for them to, to be responsible, to love their neighbors, and, and to not look for government force to be the answer to everything in your Mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. your community self-sovereignty so, yeah 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 and so that but that's that's all it is so do you do you think that that's really happening uh, on a high level in new hampshire is has new hampshire achieved oh new uh, hampshire's definitely made huge headroads in that new hampshire has one of the largest legislatures in the world okay like um hey there buddy there's, <laughs> there's, there's these all these animals don't spill my beer oh man see uh, oh. anyway so there's uh but the idea is is that um, in New Hampshire, we have a very um, we had him on last year. we have a very large legislative body, and that um, and so there's more representation per people you know per person in New Hampshire. We only have like a million three hundred thousand people in New Hampshire, and um, and so we have a lot more representation. I love it that I can walk into the state house, open carrying or concealing, right into the state house. There's no metal detectors, nothing like that. It's just a thing. So I love that about New Hampshire. No, that's amazing. Yeah. And so it's it has a different kind of vibe. I can walk right up to the Secretary of State's office, go in and see Bill Gardner or whoever's in there, the Deputy Secretary Dave Scanlon, he's in there. And so, you know, you can know the people in your government. You can know. I mean, I've been to parties where Sununu's been there, his family, before he was uh, governor. And so it's that small. And then because New Hampshire is a primary, you know, like has the first primary in the nation, you know, every president comes to new hampshire so mm -hmm. we have that feel and that vibe yeah it's a lovely place to be i could sell new hampshire all so how, how do you oh see freedom that? people freedom people so because i think of the free state project which is which got twenty thousand people to ch to choose to move to new hampshire as a freedom activist uh we hit that mark a couple years ago and um and so people are electing representatives in the state house um and you know we have a a presence there and of course not everybody's the same but it, you know there's we've taken some ground and it's not perfect because there's a lot more work to do and listen um, when i was running for selectman in my town the uh, liberty alliance the new hampshire liberty alliance uh wrote to me had me fill out a questionnaire they gave me a hundred dollars for my campaign it's like hey yeah, that's sweet that's, i think it's the only donation i got <laughs> But you know, you buy signs or whatever it is. So it's it's an activist thing. It's lovely. And you got uh, elected, right? I did. I got elected by a mandate of two, no me minute. and somebody else, everybody else. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it was awesome. So I thanked everybody for voting for me because everybody's vote mattered. So it was cool. Well, I'm from New York. You're you're from Boston, right? So it's like we we, we admire uh, <laughs> what you guys right. have achieved here. What's your take on New Hampshire, and do you, you think it's something that could oh, yeah, I, we could see sprawl, like spread beyond New Hampshire? Is this the the liberty the liberty index in the United States? Do you think it could start to potentially trend upward? Can we get other states to 
go down the New Hampshire path? Well, my understanding of the Free State Project is it started, there were quite a few states that were in the running. So Wyoming was one. Right, Wyoming Alaska, was one. Alaska, Montana, all those were in there. So, so I think, you know, a lot of people, the, the draw of the Free State Project was a lot of people who believed this way, and you know, in this, in this type of freedom came to New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there was a lot of fertile ground out there when it was established. So it seems like like those states would be natural candidates to be kind of you know added to the community. Definitely. Uh, uh, oh yeah. Wyoming. Wyoming. No, Wyoming was huge. You know, if you big. ever read Mulan the Bay by Boston Tea Party, he makes the case. I mean, he talks about the Free State Project at the beginning of the book, and then he makes the suggestion that he felt that Montana was a better state, and then he gets into the fiction of as if Montana. I'm not sorry, Montana. Wyoming. And so Wyoming, and so the whole book is fiction about how Wyoming became the free state and all this stuff. So it's a really a great read. I just gave that book to a friend here. Yeah, very, very crypto yeah. friendly in Wyoming. As yeah, well. yeah. So, uh, so, and and the beauty of it is like we're securing New Hampshire this way. But hey, we're up for some competition. Do you think you got a better state? Go for it. It's only going to be good for everybody. Right, right, right. So it wouldn't be great if we were competing with how free you could be. Imagine if that was the election. Yeah, Between right. This, you know, oh, he's he's not he's not a freedom guy. I'm a freedom guy, and here's how he's like. That'd be a great kind of a, a competition, uh-huh. a friendly competition in that capacity. I love that. Yeah, one hundred percent. So that's um, so yeah. I, I think it's New Hampshire's lovely that way. Yeah, I, I don't see that happening in New York any anytime right. soon. Or Probably Boston, not, right? Not Massachusetts. <laughs> and, yeah. and yet, the Supreme Court just ruled that you know, with respect to the Second Amendment in New York, mm-hmm. that uh, uh, you can't have a qualifier with respect to you know having a, a, a concealed permit and such as that. Right. So they were saying like every they couldn't make it a qualifier. No, that was tremendous. And that's stuff. Is tremendous, and that's yeah. gonna have impact in every state. Mm-hmm. But that took place in New York. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. tremendous yeah. That, that that happened in New York. I didn't, I didn't see that coming. I didn't know that was coming. No, it was there. So I love that. Yeah. In nationally, you know, it seems like there's a fragmentation of politics, right? Where everybody talks about it. People are more on one side than the other. And uh, that has the possibility to play into like more freedom and less well, government. Freedom you know, seems I to think... be the third option. Like this, the Libertarian right. Party, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it's, party it's, it's about to, trying you know, to fill that niche. Yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. it's going to take off more than ever. Uh-huh. That's my sense. I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. It feels, I mean, part of it is the fragmentation. It makes people maybe a little less trusting, I, my mm-hmm. take uh, of the government now. And, you know, if you if you trust it less, maybe you want less of it. And right. so that opens an avenue to, to having a smaller mm-hmm. federal government. I think that, you know, that's kind of, you know, well, what I mean, people here seeing, all agree with is some of that. maybe mm-hmm. people could debate over the degree to which it needs to be smaller, but smaller I know, in some it, way. I, mean, I have mixed feelings about what you're, what you're describing because people are, uh, you know, there's a sentiment, you know, when we're hanging out with just freedom-minded people, you might think that, hey, freedom is coming and all that stuff. And, and, um, and, you know, what we saw in 2020 in America and, and the impact of that and where we are and the things that happened, you know, not too long ago. And then what's going to happen uh, elections and stuff in 2024 we really don't know how this is going to play out because i think people have don't have a lot of confidence that elections can be done honestly and such as that so we're in a real teetering place right now and 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 don't know how that, but i agree mm-hmm. that i think people aren't trusting their governments and i think that's a great place to be my my look is as a freedom consultant and talking to a lot of people is that I think worldwide you see there's a lot of people that are resisting tyranny and are pushing back their government. That is true. Mm-hmm. But embracing freedom is a different thing altogether. You see, not wanting tyranny is one thing. That's easy. Wanting freedom requires responsibility. And I really don't see our society stepping up to be responsible. In our communities, we're seeing, we're talking about, you know, but it's a growing the, the community, bigger, you'd yeah. say, right? You've yeah. been in it for a very long time. Do yeah. you feel like it's grown There's a, mix. a lot? There's a mix because even in our freedom circles, you know, you still have statists that are mm-hmm. still in that, those freedom circles. So it's, it's, you know, it's human. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's sometimes, and freedom's a messy thing. It's not a like, because freedom minded people don't want to go into particular party or a track and also it's like herding cats they say mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so and and that's and i think that's where we are and we got to be okay with that messiness of it it's not clean in that way yeah i mean okay. you basically boiled it down to what the issue is right getting people to overcome that barrier of giving up convenience yeah for more liberty to really ask right? someone what's that worth to them yeah right yeah 
you know, I mean, in freedom, and, and sometimes people don't even really know what that means, my freedom, how that plays out. And it's really not freedom because freedom is that inside thing that you build inside of you in your relationship to the divine or that which is natural. Freedom's an inside thing. Liberty is where your government may violate your pursuit of happiness or your demonstration of your freedom. That's liberty that's being violated. Mm -hmm. So, um, but to, the more and more that we can get people to walk in love, to volunteer, to care about their neighbors without being compelled to, you're going to see a beautiful world come from that. And that's what you like or that we we all like about here at the Pork Fest. Yeah. Is the, is, is just how lovely Humanity is. at its best. It is. People just hanging out. Everybody's walking by with, all, you know, 10,000 yeah. dogs in there. So, all, so much know, creativity, amazing conversation. I mean, this is beautiful. what life's supposed to be. And then you work to, you know, sustain this. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, I, no, I like this is as good as it gets. You know, that's what, well, I hope not, what but... people don't. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we're still per pushing this boy, but we could improve no, we could improve could the oreo a little yes. bit no and that's perfect you know <laughs> it was a little dry let's be honest it was, it was good with coffee have another go at it <laughs> would you like one would you like... i should try Can we heat it again i'll heat it for a third time it'll be extra crispy no well, we can make a new one I I have it like... it's turning into more of a scone actually <laughs> an oreo, oreo scone, scone. No, we have fresh ones. You that could be a thing. That could be breakfast. a thing, right? Yeah. The Oreo for breakfast. We could have that take off in, in Soho, in New York, yeah. selling for twenty bucks for one. Well, yeah. The Point one Monero. The Oscones. The Oscones. Ooh, the Oscones. The They're pretty tasty. No, I, yeah. you know, and and you know, you see this politically where I remember being in on these Republican meetings, and they're just beating up Democrats. I'm like, hey, can we stop this? It's like no one here is a Democrat. We don't give a crap about that. It's like, how about we be a little critical on who we are and what we're about? You know, it's like, listen, the Muslims over there aren't trying to, you know, the, 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 you know, they're not trying to take our freedoms. You know, if you think that's what that's about, you're not paying attention. It's like, look, you know, there are standards of either the Constitution or there's standards of liberty and freedom and the Republican Party not happening. So, like, how about if we step up our game? How about if we're critical of ourselves and step up our game about freedom? And that's why these parties are just back and forth, same old crap. But freedom-minded people, there are standards of liberty that we want to step up and where people are loving each other. Mm -hmm. and, and, and they allow, and it's beautiful. I love all that. Yeah, I mean, just take it back to Monero. I think that's what's great about Monero Crypto, Monero in particular, is... It's it's a way to get people to start living a more free, liberated life yeah. where they don't have to make a big sacrifice. Um, there is, you know, it's the holding of the keys, which freaks people out. So there is think the so? overcoming. I think so. A yeah. lot of people to use crypto correctly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that. Uh, most people are using it incorrectly, right? They have it on exchanges yeah. or, you know, mm. hosted wallet. But it's always more room for improvement and usability. Yeah. And, but Monero is doing a very good job in terms of if you do take a few choice steps, which isn't that hard right now. You yeah. just have to like download an app on your phone, yeah. you know, write down your key and be able to like open up the barcode. Yeah. You do that. You have digital cash private right. and it's pretty easy, easy enough to where people might, you know, are starting to be willing to overcome the traditional banking system for what they see as the benefits of. Oh, that's that's like cash, cash. Yeah, like people want that. But I mean, you know, people but want that in there. In their imagine life. how trusting people are. You know, how many times you've been in a restaurant, you having your meal, and you just hand the the server your credit card right. with the number, with the expiration date, and the digits in the back. Where'd it go? It's disappearing into the kitchen. <laughs> it's like you don't know what they're doing. You with turn that. over everything needed to spend yeah, again. Right? Exactly. So yeah. it's like how. And no yeah, problem there, you know. So, so imagine if you know, crypto is a lot more private than that. And, you know, so, I mean, and so people are kind of weird with that. So, I agree. Yeah. And you know, it, it's okay. It can work out. You know, people can figure out how to keep their private keys private. And no, no, no. I'm just saying that's an example of what you're yeah. talking about, right? I you agree. have to, you have to do a little work. You have to be, you know. It's worth it. You yeah. have to put some effort in. It's not as easy as using your credit card. Well, exactly. I mean, it is, but you have to, once you've over mentally overcome it, you know, Yeah. And, you but know, that requires work. Exactly. You know? I mean, my, my wife does classes. One of the things that she enjoys is, is bringing people that are un that, that um, are very new to the digital space and, and how 
learning how to set up a wallet for the first time, uh, protecting their privacy. So a lot of people are ignorant of the whole space and then they and then they, uh, they they can learn how to set up a wallet and stuff. And so she does a lot of handholding and helps them, you know, come into that space. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. uh, and I think that that's an important thing for all of us to do is to help people come into the uh, cryptocurrency space. Yeah. And especially in the area of privacy and all that. So that's cool. And people were resistant of like ATM cards and credit cards when they first came out too. You right, know, it takes right. time. Some of these things, it's just a that's matter of word. time. Yeah, I mean, remember the first transaction you did online? Like, oh, no. Oh, right, like, right. Yeah. Bunch, I, I mean, you like, had yeah. conversations with people. Are you mm -hmm. buying things online with your credit card? Yeah, exactly. I remember talking right. with yeah, sure, it's like, it's like now I've memorized my credit card. It's like, but I mean, yeah, it was all of that. You know, uh -huh. the first time that you're using, um, um, that you know, that you were using your credit card online. So it's a thing to overcome. It's a thing to, uh, you know, to embrace and, and to uh, enjoy. All right, Jay. <laughs> yeah, we want we wanted to have you on. I I know we met last year. You're, uh, I think, one of the the most well known vendors here. You've been coming to Pork Fest forever, right, man? Yeah, I think uh, two thousand. I think two thousand seven was my first time. And so, how how have things evolved over the years? What's what's your take on Pork Fest? The like trajectory of Pork Fest, how we started, and where we are now. I don't mean we. I, I wasn't part. I, I've only been here for two years. Well, it's definitely grown in size, so it's you know sold out the last two years. Um, it's uh, you know um, had uh, you know some drama. You know it, it got it got big, and then it got and it shrunk a little bit with you know the Ian Freeman getting. All right, I'm, I'm talking to a bunch of people. Uh, uh she's got to get a diaper changed. Dude, you are an animal, man. You've been going. You've been going all night too, right? Like, weren't you serving till like two a.m. I guess yeah, about two a.m. Yep. So, and then uh, I just had to when there was no one, no one eating. So I just start cleaning up. I had a bunch of plates full of food, so I just went and gave it to you know a bunch of you know teenagers that were up late and having a good time. So, real quick, what's your what's your Monero take? I want I want people to hear you uh, talk about Monero in terms of like whether you see it growing in adoption, a pork fest, things like that. I see it growing in adoption everywhere because all the people that I've been dealing with for years who were talking about, you know, Bitcoin, for example, you know, 10 years ago that were, you know, really smart about it and that made a lot of money in Bitcoin and sort of had the, um, you know, the experience, the skill set, the knowledge uh, and and sort of the confidence to, you know, see to, you know, see, see what it is in the future, you know, say the same thing about actually a handful of pi uh, uh, privacy coins. And I always say to people, what is your top five privacy coins? And they always say, like, the coin they have the most of first, whatever that is. And, but it's either Monero is the first answer or the second air. And, and then the second one is Monero. And then they're like, well, I only have a whole bunch of hush coin because I'm a I'm a developer. And I, you know, and, and I, and he, and he, you know, or and he's into it early. And then there's some other coins, too. But at least Monero is sort of, you know, it's been around for a while. Snog is brand new. And I honestly don't even understand how it's so secure, but just the fact that, you know, um, like, you know, I won't even use GPS on my phone anymore. And, you know, the, the number one thing I like about not using GPS is that GPS was d diminishing my hunter gatherer skills. It's like, you don't know where the hell you're going unless yeah. the GPS is on, yeah, you, yeah. you know, and I used I, to, I completely lost my sense of direction, so, actually. so, so many people are like, well, I won't, so I'll go, I'll give you directions to my house. So I'm moving that shit yeah. to people when they're like coming there that haven't been there instead of, um, just giving them an address. And, uh, cause like, you know, that's how I did it 20 years ago when I delivered a load of hay, they, they give me directions, you know, take I-90 to exit eight, you know, take a left, go route 32 North, you know, take a right three and a half miles up and. That's Old Warren Road and go up there in a mile quarter on the left and that's the place. So, you know, that's um, our farm. We tell people how to get to our farm when they come come there in Massachusetts. So uh, so it's just interesting. And also now I have a de-Googled phone, so I don't ever turn the location on. I don't use, but I will look up, go on like a map app, not map, but map browser and bring up a map. And I also have paper maps in a truck. Mostly you, you like you like the pri privacy. And be like, I want to drive from here to there. You do that on your cell phone. Somebody knows about it. So, like, paper map is like, you know, it's very private and anonymous. It's the cache of 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 maps. Now I can use a cell phone to do that, and it's Monero essentially in the Bitcoin in, in crypto transaction. Yeah. 
you know, how that's as valuable as like a paper map that's in a digital format for a currency. I, I, I see just paper maps, for example, as one of the most valuable tools you can have and everyone should have one in their car. And 50 years ago, everybody did. Quick question. I know we talked about potentially trying to have you sell your, your products for Monero online. Is that something you would consider doing? Yes, I would consider doing it. I know there's definitely demand out there in the Monero community, people looking to, you know, you, you could even do it in an anonymous way. Just uh, provide address, pay Monero, and have uh, meat, meat and eggs sent out, you know? Uh, that would be, uh, that'd be really good. And, you know, another thing we could, I want to do is uh, I want to make, make basically my farm a virtual petting zoo. So Neil at Barclow just started the project already with rabbits. So there's a live stream of rabbits, and you can uh, send a cryptocurrency to an address of say a dollar and it'll turn the auger on and it'll spin the rabbits out some some feed so the most profitable farm i ever saw was a petting zoo and the guy would buy 50 50 pound bags of grain in like it was 1996 or 93 i may have first went there i was like 13 or 14 he'd buy like a 50 pound bag of grain for three dollars and 50 cents cheap feed very low protein sort of a filler feed and you'd put it in gumball machines and you'd put in 50 cents in the gumball machines and give you a palm full of grain and you go and and, and that equaled like i don't remember like 60 or 80 bucks that equaled so he got paid you know basically like 160 dollars a hundred weight to um feed his own animals all right so so we could pay monero online to feed rabbits in new hampshire <laughs> coming soon i gotta sit down at I don't know how you're doing the heat over there. Jeez. Oh, that's a good thing to bring up. Did you see this? The uh, Maybe you know about this. The guy that's selling his 11 acres for, for Monero. Bitcoin or Monero preferred. Really? Is that like yeah. in New Hampshire? Yeah, no, but, uh, somebody has a little stand set up. Oh, I know the, the Gordons. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah they're, they're selling this. So, so uh, they, they, anybody they that wants to buy an 11 it. acre farm. Here in New Hampshire. In New Hampshire. Yeah. It certainly got my attention. I was looking at it. Yeah, they should just reach out. We'll, uh, I don't know we'll if I'm ready to spend good. Monero right now at this point in the market, but right. geez. Well, geez, I'm in the market. If, if nobody Monero. bought it, when, anybody... by the time Monero hits a thousand bucks, I'll I'll give them a call. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm definitely interested. I mean, I'm trying to find someone who buy, I, I want to buy some Monero, but yeah. trying to find someone who wants to sell it right now has been challenging. Yeah, I know. I've I been don't. spending a lot at, you know, just because I can't help do it, especially at Pork Fest. You're nice. I know. You can't, nice. can't help. You're it. very supportive. Of it. You got to spend. You don't it. want to buy it on Kraken. You can buy it on Kraken. No, I don't like to use uh, KYC uh, platforms. Mm. So. Okay. Yeah. But uh, should we um, jump to price report? Should sure. we do that? I feel yeah. like yeah, we're gonna re- re- yeah, 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 let's do it. Yeah, let's do let's it because you already did it. We yeah. did a, a pre-recorded one. Yeah, and then you guys can hang around or do whatever, move on, and then we'll close we can, up the show. Whatever yeah, we'll you guys want to do. Show. But so, yeah, yeah, we'll do a. We're, we have a pre-recorded price report from a fungible. He did it. Early this morning, so <laughs> the so, price yeah. is not I know. drastic. Yeah, I know, probably, but you know, stuff why I sing the price report. Well, um, I'm doing it right now. Well, <laughs> and I now for the price report. Well, yeah. I do talk, I don't sing. <laughs> the Monerotopia price report segment is sponsored by Local Monero. Avoid using KYC exchanges. Buy and sell Monero directly for fiat peer to peer. To begin with, I'm going to uh, just mention these two companies. Important to mention Celsius and Three Arrows Capital which went down and along with it, it brought down a lot of hard-earned investors' money. With their onslaught, there was also loss in the investor confidence in the overall crypto markets in alternative currencies, and that is the altcoins, and that has also taken a beat on the market. Today, I'm going to discuss about the free fear and greed heat map, talk about the on-chain data, which are the four indicators mentioned on the screen, and the technical analysis. So I want to basically point out where we are in the market structure and where we might be heading. So this is the fear and greed heat map, which shows how oversold or overbought are we. The green indicates highly uh, a greed um, indication of the heat map. And right now we are at oversold territory. With 19,000, we were at the all time lows pretty much, historically speaking. So we are at an oversold territory as we speak. We are not 100% sure uh, if we are going to go further down, but looks like the selling pressure has exhausted for the moment. So I'm going to move to the uh, the on-chain analysis, the indicators, the first one of which is the 200-week moving average heat map. So what you see here, the long-term trend line is the 200-week moving average. 
currently sitting about 22,300. And historically, broadly speaking, this has held during all the past bear markets. And this is also a key level to watch for the technical traders and the long-term investors, some of who will be willing to allocate capital at this level due to the perceived importance as a bottom signal. So right now we are at these levels, we went down to 17,000, we bounced back, and we are again flirting around these levels. So this is the price, this is the 22,300 is the price to watch, and I see that we are around those levels currently. The next one in line is the MVRBZ ratio. This signal that you see here is the Z ratio, which shows heavily oversold territories in the past. So whenever we enter the green territory, shows that we in the market are heavily oversold, especially about the Bitcoin. That's what I'm talking about right now. And this marks the key areas of uncertainty. You would see that this also happened during the March 2020 um, pandemic crash. And this has happened several times in the past during the, during the bear markets. And this indicator is also very important to help manage the emotions of the, of the long-term investors to know uh, where we are in the market cycle. The next one in line I would talk about is the realized price, which is basically, um, again, the long-term trend line between the, the, the one that you see in the price is the market price of Bitcoin and the one below is the realized price. And you'd see, except for the March 2020 crash, the market price went above the realized price uh, quite immediately. But in all the other bear markets in the past that we have seen, we have sustained below this orange line for many months. So let's say, for example, we, we take 2015. It was between January and uh, November. So almost for a year, we were under this line. So the current uh, climate of the stock markets and the geopolitical situation is not favorable. So I would draw analogies from the past of 2015 and also the 18 bear markets. In, in this case, we were down for, again, for almost eight months. And I would say that for the coming months, we would be flirting around these levels. In fact, below this orange line, which is ten tending to go up over time, I see ourselves uh, around these price levels. And what is also happening here is uh, it's a game of patience for the coming months and also a patience for the Bitcoin miners because a lot of Bitcoin miners hold a lot of Bitcoins currently. And Bitcoin prices about 20,000 right now. There are electricity costs which they have to pay off. And it's quite logical to think that some miners might be struggling and may go even out of business. So what do they do to kind of avoid this? They sell Bitcoins to survive, which adds to further sell pressure into the market. While talking about Bitcoin miners, we have to talk about the pool, which is a representation of the miners' revenues versus the historical trends or benchmarks. And it just happened so in, I think, the beginning of June that it has alerted us into the green zone which is a pure indication of the miners going under maximum stress in terms of their revenues. This has also happened in the past and it's not new. And this typically happens whenever the Bitcoin price is in its lowest state, not uh, also bottoming out around these regions. So when the miners capitulate. So we would see, I would show you that in one of the next chart, the miners have not yet completely capitulated. So it might be something that is coming. And I've also seen other indicators uh, to find out where will the sell pressure be exhausted? And I find those levels to be about 15,000 to 16, 15,500 to 16,000 levels. Again, I'm not saying that we're going that low, but that is the uh, place where the sell pressure will be completely exhausted. That could be the result of capitulation around those levels. And I don't see that coming in the next few days because right now the markets are taking a breather. But this whole uh, study that I'm showing right now is only a probability to base our decisions for long-term investment. Now I'm going to come to the tech analysis. Nothing much interesting is show because the in this bear market, the on-chain charts uh, do the talking by itself. But we see last time I did show that although we are doing down in RSI, so there is a possibility of a rally to 25,000-ish levels where I see some kind of resistance. And then 30,000 is really, really big resistance. We do see miners capitulating. So they might actually take the opportunity if and when Bitcoin touches 25,000 or you know even goes towards 30,000, they might be selling. So they might be the sellers in the market. So this is a, something to keep an eye on. The next thing is the Bitcoin dominance. It's been flirting around a 35, sorry, the 40% to 50%. And I do see as 
money flows from the altcoins to bitcoins due to lack of the consumer uh, sentiment sorry investor sentiment uh, it's it's going to increase slightly the Bitcoin dominance and couple of more things about the Monero's dominance currently we are sitting around 0.24 I think we are just going to follow the trend of Bitcoin in the overall uh, bear market but uh, with interest peaking in also the all-time transaction all-time transactions being at all-time high I do see this picking up steam a little bit but it's it might be a game of patience and another thing to point out which was a bit concerning that the Monero's average daily transaction volumes on exchanges have been about 180 million dollars for the last six months on average plus minus and it's dropped down to double digits about 60 to 70 million for the last week or so and this could certainly be because of the overall bear markets in place and people uh, you know not trying to trade that much on the exchanges so that could potentially bring down the the volumes but we also see that the transaction pretty much at all-time highs in the if you even see in the last one year or three years it's pretty much peaking so the interest is is growing over time but my one of my hypotheses earlier was this transaction from the beginning of June when the tail emission started we also had like the the drop down in prices so people could be uh, moving their coins across to exchanges for selling and the recent price pump that we saw from $100 to $120 could also be because of purchasing and moving coins back to the wallet so it's not completely clear at the moment so we have to wait and watch for the next uh, couple of weeks to see where this trend goes the average transactions per day for this year has been about uh, 22,000 so I'm happy to see this growing but um, I could also see that this comes down to about 25,000 in the coming days or weeks but if this keeps on going up then I would be proven wrong that is all from my side for this week's price report and I hope you learned something from it I wish you all a great day ahead on the price report because we were just hanging out during it but it allowed us to have some downtime thank you a fungible I'll, I'll go back and listen to it um yeah guys so we'll probably wrap it up unless anybody wants to jump on stage do we have anybody that wants to jump on stage segment it's that time where we invite you the viewers up on stage to comment on anything you've heard so far today ask the guest a question or maybe talk about one of the news topics come on down yeah, well, you had you had some admirers on here, I believe. Oh, great! Somebody really? asked if you're taking yes, she is by me. Oh, you'll, you'll have to come through me first. Oh goodness gracious! <laughs> Help me, Lord. <laughs> uh, let's go through the comments. You were talking about the audio. <laughs> <laughs> Complaining about the sound. Did anybody? I tried did, my best. Man. Did anybody order a steak or a burger? No, <laughs> but people were excited about that. Oh, somebody said yes. Yeah, somebody said we should do next Monerotopia in new hampshire oh that'd be then, lovely yeah you, nice you want to you want to pitch your idea i thought it was a great idea no i i mean i'd love to i mean you know the uh, mount washington hotel is uh in bretton woods new hampshire is where the international monetary fund launched in new hampshire and uh, that's a historical you know one of those world places you know that they uh the, you know that the globalists like but i would like to see that that property taken back for freedom and certainly for uh, freedom money, if you will, or, you know, mm -hmm, currency. Mm -hmm. So uh, it would be great for Monero to come right in there and uh, and that we do a, um, a world event right there in Bretton Woods, New Hampshire, and just um, and do another official act of some sort and, and certify it and do all that and have them put that on the wall mm. and change that energy like the shot completely. heard around the world. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's uh... and tell them to go pound sand to those <laughs> banksters. Yes. Okay. You know, so that would be that's, pretty epic. Yeah, yeah, no, I think it would be great. And just, you know, and just, you know, we can, you know, I, I can, <laughs> I was trying to, I'll try to be kind. <laughs> I'll, I'll self censor. <laughs> so, Please don't. Please do not. No, I mean, it's like, don't hold back. <laughs> Not here, not on this show. No, yeah. no. I mean, the idea is that they, you know, the, the bankers have committed more murder and war and mayhem in the planet. And I think that we have to take that back for the people. And so, yeah, I'll just, you know, spit on their their things and, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll go into that room and videotape and say, this is where the crime started for this international monetary fund where they bought and other governments and things around the world. And now we're going to bring that back and we're going to have this and maybe we'll do 
a cryptocurrency transaction right there in the room, you know, between two people and, and have that be a historical event. Never happened before in the history of the world. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, that would be so awesome. I'd be up for help facilitate that. Well, there you go. That's uh, that's a Monero. So I'd be looking for somebody, uh, idea. Yeah. somebody to uh, be a part of that with me. We'll get the sponsors and and we'll have we'll have Bitcoin, the big altcoin. Uh, you know, there's Monero and then that big altcoin, Bitcoin. You know, <laughs> over there, and they they can we'll have them come in and have their little thing. We'll you give know. a corner. We'll well, give yeah, a, you know, we'll give, a, we'll give a booth. We'll the give a booth. big <laughs> M, you know, and that'll be the Monero, and then they'll have their booth. <laughs> Over here, yeah. Bitcoin. Oh, we gotta yeah, turn the tables. Say, uh, we gotta turn the tables. Exactly, it'll be lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Their booth will be larger than Pirate Chains. We'll, we'll give them that. Well, Pirate Chain wants to just be kind of like off the side. <laughs> they won't movies. even go. They'll, they'll, they'll no, be too, no, no, no. They'll, they'll, they'll be, be there. Cool. They'll show up. It'll, it'll be. They'll have a great presence there because <laughs> that's all part about taking back uh, that that energy. The 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 tribalism is crazy though, right? And just it's interesting at Porkfest because it is uh, a multi-currency world here yeah and yeah. but what's very nice though is while people are you know are certainly tribal to a degree right like mm -hmm. i'm walking around i'm the monero guy there's also this you know there's no oh it's a shit coin to anything really right. it's like it's everybody's, true. everybody's open to being like oh that guy's uh -huh. you know and pretty much all the vendors are willing to accept anything right live in an age where no matter what they get they could easily transfer it into mm -hmm. whatever whatever crypto right they prefer Right. So it's just interesting to see how that plays out in the real world. It's lovely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You you had mentioned uh, goldbacks. That that's yeah, a, a gold too. kind of paper. Yeah, you love know, type things. That, yeah. That's awesome. That's beautiful. Yeah, those are. Matter of fact, they were giving it out to everybody that came in. Yeah, we got one. Yeah, go yeah. Over there and, uh, now you nice. can buy those with Monero over there mm -hmm. with cash, but they accept Monero. But I don't think they accept Monero online to purchase them. I want to talk to them about yeah, that because that's a good idea. I mean, there's no reason why you wouldn't be able to anonymously purchase some gold backs, right? I don't right. see that being a, a money transmitter issue. Right. I think they'd uh, be they'd be um, uh, they would advocate that. Yeah, that would that'd be very cool. So you could go buy them with cash. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Uh, it's a nice way to go into a quote unquote stable coin anonymously potentially. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. yeah you know. Mm -hmm. That'd be cool. That. Yeah. You do that. <laughs> I'll be right back, guys. I'll be right back. <laughs> All right. You'll have to get on your little whatever segue that they have running around there. I, was I need at, a horse. I, listen, for I was looking at all of the rules of a the horse. campground rules because I don't walk in between everybody's campsites. Yeah. Uh, no bicycles, you know, uh, you know, no, no bicycles and all these things. And all of those things are here and they're all, right. so all the rules are being broken in the right. background and everybody's happy. Live free or die. Fran, you exactly. want to say hello to everybody? The cam camera's, camera's right there. Hello. What's your take on Porkfest? I like it. How does it compare to last year? Well, we know more people. And we like you know the places where you could eat, and the shops you could go to. So it's fun. <laughs> and are a lot of people using uh, cryptocurrency here? What do you think? Yes. <laughs> she's she's too cool. She's, too cool. she's, she's like enough. No, no, no. Only she wants to. Anything else you want to say, Fran? No. All right. Anyways, good. moving on. Uh, all, right. all right. Yes. Well, so we'll yeah, wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Nobody wants to jump on stage. Gone. No, we have one on stage, but my battery's going to Molly, you want to say hi? Hi. <laughs> Molly's Molly's is the house. She lives here. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I don't know if her, I don't know if she wants to be on camera or whatever. Okay. Yeah, then. That's yeah let's. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Anyway. All right. Hi, individual. Eh? How's it going? You want to come yeah. Can you hear me now? Uh, yep, now we yeah. can hear you. How's it going? Uh, okay. Thanks. I'm fine. Good, good. You wanna? What's going on? Well, I just uh, thought of hopping on, uh, say hi to you guys. Uh, yeah, <laughs> enjoying awesome. the show, hey, well, enjoying the talk. Just uh, learned okay. about Porkfest and, and about what the the, the free state uh, movement, uh, what it stands for. Very interesting. A little bit, a little bit uh, uh, far from from uh, us here in Europe, but uh, yes, this is uh, where we should be going, right? Is there anything like this going on in Europe? What what would you compare it to in Europe? Difficult, difficult. I don't know if we have something like that. It, uh, a lot of things are, are different, like uh, the whole thing with the uh, carrying guns or owning guns or something like that we don't have here. What I think politically, uh, the, the EU is something like the federal government over there in, in the, the US. Um, it's a nice thing to have, to, to a nice concept, but uh, 
somehow not really to trust. So maybe something like that. But uh, okay. we just got over nationalism, so <laughs> we we better uh, unite Europe before before we try to start some freedom states. <laughs> Individually, any comments on Monero? What's going on with Monero or anything? Any input there? Well, I enjoyed the the uh, Monero con in, in Portugal and learned a lot of things there. But uh, right now, it's it's on sale, so shopping Monero right now. Did you that's, that's did you I attend uh, in person the one at Monero con? Yes, we yeah. met. Yeah, yeah, I met him. Yeah, which one? okay. I met him. Hello again. Sunita will have <laughs> yes. to uh, explain. Yeah, uh, remind yeah. me of who who you were. Awesome. What was so? What was your take on the conference overall? Well, good thing to have a conference after the two years of COVID. Meeting a lot of new people, uh, hearing a lot of good talks it was a great uh, conference in, in, in uh, Portugal. Very good organized, uh, and and uh, yeah, that's basically it. Learned a lot, learned a lot, and met uh, met new friends. Definitely. Awesome. Awesome. All right, guys. Yeah, I think we're gonna wrap it up and just enjoy the rest of our pork fest here. Yeah. Maybe go talk to, to the gold dots. Jump on, but unfortunately, my battery is dying. So. Well, you want to let him try? Yeah, real quick? I told him. Individually, we're gonna go to the next person. Well, you can you well, can hang on if you want. Opt out, gamer. If you want to jump on, there is the link. Go for jump it. On, opt out. On. All right, let's close it out. You guys, uh, anything? Any last remarks? Uh, oh. no, thank you guys for making this community uh, available here at the Pork Fest. You know, the the Mayor community. I love it. You guys are very uh, hospitable and and. Uh, endearing so thanks for I'm starting our fire it. last night by the way yeah we started and put it out that was good <laughs> but no it's good i like it the camping vibe is great for people and and that's kind of cool so, so awesome man. yeah you're welcome it. thanks for jumping on any, any yeah, last thanks remarks? for supporting monero and the great coffee too yeah exactly. very welcome all right well, i guess let's let's, let's close it, it out quits. yeah all right so, thank, thank you, you so much guys joining us appreciate your love and support ciao and with that Adios. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. See you next time. For joining us on this week's Maratopia episode. We stream live shows every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern. You can find and subscribe to our show on YouTube and Odyssey. Or listen to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter or join us in the Maratopia Telegram group. See you all next week.